welcome to another episode of Sports Shenanigans with Mullet in Houston. We are getting updated on the latest happenings in sports, even though most of it lately is just gossip or not would not be considered news in any other circumstance than there are no sports happening. Um, so, and then we'll have the last dance special coming up shortly. We're hoping to be joined by a few special guests to talk about um, that experience. And if Casey hasn't seen it by then, we might revisit that later. Um, That's a possibility. We may still revisit it later. <laughs> we might have a part two. We might have a 10 part last dance podcast. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to do it 10 times. Can we do it like maybe twice? <laughs> I think that's my biggest issue with it right now is I'm like, I don't want to watch, sit down and watch it 10 times, like 10 different episodes of it. It's so good, Casey. Because I have to sit down by myself and watch it because obviously my wife's not going to want to watch it. So it's like. I think she could enjoy it as well. This is very family friendly, especially mm. like the MA rating. She, she don't un- care. The unedited language makes it very family friendly. <laughs> I I tell you what, uh, I think it was our friend Scott Lerman who uh, tweeted out during NBA, I think, NBA. Congratulations to that, by the way. Yeah, it was like episode three or four. I think I think it was the second week, <laughs> and it was like whoever like the guy who started ESPN is like turning in his grave right now with all these F bombs <laughs> airing on his station. It yeah. was insane. Um, but I think that's the direction we're heading overall as television is eventually there's not going to be any ratings. And I'm interested to see in the fall when we start getting sports back and there's no crowd and you can hear everything on the broadcast, how they are going to manage that. <laughs> yeah. Because you know they're not going to catch everything. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they already don't. Yeah, they already don't. But you don't hear it as. I mean, you're going to hear every little thing because there's no one in the building. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get you caught up here. We'll see how long this episode is. I'm not sure it's going to be very long. But we will start in. Let's start in the NBA actually because. Um, I think the biggest story that we've gotten is the talks of the NBA of how they are going to return, if they're going to return this season um, and stuff like that. So first of all, we start off with the anniversary of Allen Iverson's, we talking about practice speech. We talk um, about practice. Which, even though I'm a sports fan, I did not know about until it was featured in a Nick Jonas song back in 2016. Wait, what? You didn't know about that? Well, when it was featured on the Nick Jonas song in 2016, where it was featuring Allen Iverson. um, And then I looked it up and found out what it was. Um, (laughs) That was before my time. It was... It doesn't matter. I started watching the NBA in 2005. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) People who don't watch sports know that. I don't. Oh, Bo. I know about it now. I would not have admitted that. (laughs) Well, it had Nick Jonas, so I had to. I had to bring him in somehow. Um, Yeah. 
But he he uh, talked. He uh, honored the anniversary by coming saying that we talk about practicing social distancing. <laughs> mm. So there's that. Um, the league has opened up facilities and will be allowed to test asymptomatic players and staff. Initially, they were saying they were only going to test players with symptoms and staff with symptoms because they didn't know how it would look to have a lot of tests as the league. I think anyone who has a problem with it just doesn't understand. Like this is a big league with a lot of money who's paying a private outside source to provide these tests. It's, I mean, we get like, there's not mass testing everywhere Mm -hmm. and we want more tests for the public, but the public is relying on public services. And this is a large, rich corporation that can afford to buy many, many tests from a private company. Um, so they're going to be testing everybody um, probably fairly regularly just to make sure that they're not spreading the virus. Um, let's see. Shannon Brown was arrested in Atlanta on charge of aggravated assault and incident involving rifle on May 2nd. This was a very interesting story. I'm not quite sure what happened. Dang it, um, Shannon. Cause it sounded like it said like this couple like saw the house was for sale at like nine o'clock at night Mm -hmm. and went up to the front door and it says someone let them in. But if so, if, if I'm assuming if Shannon Brown let them in, then he wouldn't have had a gun. Um, (laughs) You would help. And and so it's just weird. You know, some people are talking about the people who just walked up to the house at 9 PM and walked inside or if he let them in and then I don't know, either way he got arrested. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i haven't heard anything else about that the nba is actually preparing to play with no fans as well as next season um regardless of what happens with this current season um which i think is a fair preparation to make based on the survey saying that people aren't going to want to attend um until there's a vaccine which is a year ish away or two (laughs) or or two i'm not sure Last I heard, it was a year and a half to two years, and that would be like the first vaccine to see if it was working. Um, <laughs> so yeah, great, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um, but they're preparing to play with no fans next season, if need be. Um, so all around, just big events are hurting. <laughs> um, but the TV dollars will still be coming in. Um, yeah, so they're not terribly worried about that if you think they're worried about filling the stands like yes yeah, that's part of the income but the real money's in the tv dollars um sure. uh uh let's see oh here was Giannis's brother alex is going to skip college and play in europe so another player that will not be going to college <laughs> wow. um, basketball so i don't know the ncaa did pass a uh thing that the players can uh, make a make money off of their name, image, and likeness. So I think I really do think that was those first couple players going to the G League and going overseas. Mm-hmm. Like they have decided that they need to find a way to make their time worthwhile at college. Oh yeah. Um, the league and the players' association agreed to extend the CBA termination deadline. So the CBA is like 
how much money the players receive, how much money the owners receive in regards to TV money and the money that the league makes. Um, and so that deadline has been extended um, because it was going to expire in like June or July. Now it's to September, obviously with the season, maybe not finishing until then, but the players have come out on a united front and say they want the season to continue mainly because the new CBA is on the way. And if you take a major loss this year, that hurts their negotiation for the new CBA for the years to come. Um, the let's see Shaq and Charles Barkley said the season needs to be scrapped. Um, they just don't think it can be safe enough. Um, I don't know what those are kind of two big personalities. Obviously they're on the number one sports show. Um, mm -hmm. So what did you make of those comments, Casey? Um, I mean, it's already scrapped. There's a hyphen slash asterisk slash whatever you want to put next to this season. Now, 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 now. I, I, think, I think people are on the fence about the asterisk because they want to say there's an asterisk just in case they come back and LeBron wins it because then he wouldn't well, technically have a fourth title. I'm not even talking about and that. I'm not even talking about that. I am straight talking about we've, they've been out of basketball for what, like two, three months now? Well, yeah. guess what? In that two, three months, guess what? Kevin Durant can come back and play now. Yeah. There's a huge asterisk on every single team because the guy who got hurt, like the big, huge injury that like knocked them out of the running. Well, guess what? He's back to perfect health. That's the asterisk. And they've had three months to rest. They're not tired. That's kind of the exciting kind part of reset. About, yeah. yeah. That's the exciting part about the playoffs is everybody is tired. And when they get to the finals, they're exhausted, and that's when you really see who the best players are. Now this is just crap, and they're all rested. And granted, yes, it's going to be a lot of a lot of excitement because they're all going to be flying around the court. But yeah. that's not what I want to see. I want to see who who built the best team, not who had built the best starting five. Yeah. I want who built the best team, which is why the Clippers would be one of those teams. They have the deepest team. The Lakers have some think, issues on depth, but I mean, I think not the bad. Clippers may have benefited strongly though from this because Kawhi and Paul George were already needing a lot of rest to. I mean, that's true. Up with the, I could argue with that, but um, that's why. And that's I, and if during the season that might not. I mean that that might have hurt them with the two of them having to rest all the time. You know, they maybe they don't. Make yeah, now they don't need seed. to now. They're at the seventh seed. Or not, they wouldn't make that low, but <laughs> they'd be like somewhere in the middle. So it's like there's an asterisk beside this, no matter what there is, and I don't care what anyone says. There's no asterisk, but there is. It's I I think the biggest three months off. The biggest asterisk for me is that you know Disney owns ESPN. Disney's losing thirty three million dollars a day because they can't have their theme parks open. The movie theaters are shut down. Sports are not happening. Like everything Disney does is not happening right now. And so um, Disney has plus. Dis Disney plus is happening right Disney now. Plus dropped at the right time. And they're, and they, they pressed the release button on Hamilton coming out in July. So the, but um, I think everybody has pressed the release button on everything. Oh, for sure. But, but what I was going to say is Disney has offered up Disney world to be the host oh, yeah. site for every team so that they can play the season. 
And I think that would be the biggest asterisk and everything is that no one would be home except mm-hmm. maybe the Magic who aren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they so, won't make it. So the they're all going to be in a different location. They're all going to be living on site. It's going to be like NFL training camp for three months. But the And they don't know, you know, right now they don't know, is it going to be the series of sevens or is it going to be – single elimination or best of threes in the first round so that Mm -hmm. we can get it done and I mean there's a whole lot of things um but I will say there are some people who want who want to say there's an asterisk just in case LeBron wins so that the fourth title technically doesn't count but they're not they don't want to counts but 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 they don't want to say there's an asterisk just in case he wins or just in case he loses because then they say he can that he blew it again (laughs) I mean in my mind, there's an asterisk. It doesn't matter. And any person who tries to convince me that there is not an asterisk, like, and say if LeBron wins, that LeBron blew it or he did it and it's amazing and there's an asterisk by it, I'm going to smack him upside the head because I'm going to be like, there's an asterisk beside this because there's three months off. And if they say it's because he blew it, I'm going to smack him up to the side of the head and be like, you're an idiot. There's three months off. He hasn't seen his teammates in three months. Michael Jordan couldn't do that. I don't care if you say he's the GOAT. I don't – I tell you what, after that documentary, my opinion has not changed. He <laughs> I, actually, I actually confirmed a lot of my thoughts about Michael Jordan in that documentary. That documentary had receipts that I have been looking for. <laughs> so we'll get into that real quick. Um, I don't have a lot of comments because I haven't seen it, and I don't know when I'm going to see it. Um, my biggest comment and thought right now is I talked to my brother over the weekend and he made a valid I talk, point. I have talked to your brother as well. <laughs> he made a valid point that I do agree with about talk, the GOAT conversation. Michael Jordan is the GOAT, currently the GOAT. Probably will be the GOAT for a little while longer. So I believe you can't compare anybody who's playing right now to the GOAT. So like you have to finish your career. And then you can talk about it. So, you know, LeBron could go to 13 more finals and lose 13 finals. I, don't, I wouldn't consider him the GOAT at that point because you've lost that many times. Or he could go to 13 finals and win all of them. In that point, I'm probably telling you he's the GOAT. But until LeBron retires, I'm not going to make an opinion of who the GOAT is. And even when LeBron retires, LeBron – or not LeBron. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Now, wait before you get mad at me, Bo. Um, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron James is going to be the best player to ever play the game. See, that makes no sense, what you just said. (laughs) The reason it's that is because Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time to have, like, seen and looked at a basketball. But LeBron changed the game in a different way. So he is now this generation's GOAT. There's two different generations of goats. It's always like that. It doesn't matter because they play in different leagues. It doesn't matter. Bill Lambert, w- Limbeer would have not made a team today. He would have made a team, but if he had played against LeBron, LeBron probably wouldn't be playing right now because his head would have been chopped off. Oh, stop it. Okay, here's the okay. thing. Moving on. We'll have a moving on. Quick preview no. of the yeah. last dance no. episode. You can't say that and leave me with nothing. I <laughs> I just did, sucker. 
here's the thing. So I'm of the opinion. I mean, I kind of get what you're saying there, but in regards to, I mean, we're 17 years into LeBron's career. He's already passed him. But the I the <laughs> I agree. I have told you this in podcasts. And I will say, you know, I the, think the, he is the documentary. Uh, you know. Uh, was about the 98 Bulls season and really about, you know, the entire history of Michael Jordan up to that point. It was very kind of them to not mention the Wizards years. Aside from that. <laughs> That's good because didn't they uh, – probably they just, said, they just said Michael they Jordan just said back what happened. They just said he yeah, went back okay. to retirement after that season and that was the end of the documentary. Okay, didn't That's what I thought happened. That he came back for a couple years beyond the Wizards and wasn't that great. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, but I've got a lot of thoughts about the last dance and we will get to that on that episode. I'm going to request like a paper (laughs) from each side, just so I can person that is on the show from each person who will be on this show. I will request a paper document of just bullet points. Like, I don't care what you talk about. I might rewatch. I might rewatch the 10 episodes, make my notes, and send them right over to Casey. Perfect. I just need bullet points so I can, you know, draft some. I do have a sheet in our drive right now with some highlights, but I think I might have missed some stuff. But it's got most of it. I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little bit of research, get some (laughs) questions for the podcast, and, you know, that way. It around. I'll Everyone be I'll be a neutral nice side. It won't, be, it won't be first take. We'll all let each other talk for the most. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell people to shush. <laughs> like mute, nip, you, nip, you mute nip. people like around the horn. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna <laughs> the entire time until someone stops talking. You could. I wonder. We have no free ads. We have this new technology we're using. I wonder if you, as the host, could mute people as they come along, or if you have that power. <laughs> We can look into that later. Um, the next uh, story is that there is still no NBA in China. So there's no intention of resuming airing NBA. Oh, still no NBA in China. Not that they're not playing. They just have no intention of resuming airing NBA games due to Daryl Morey's tweet. Good job, Daryl. <laughs> you ruined it for China. Way to go, Daryl. Um, and then Mamba Sports Academy is retiring Mamba from its name out of respect for Kobe, which I feel like it would be more respectful to leave it in. So are they taking it and making it just Sports Academy instead I, of Mamba? Because if guess. so, that's a dumb move. I think it's, it's. I'm not sure how it's more respectful to remove the name. I feel like it's more respectful to keep the name because that leaves the legacy. Yeah. I mean, normally I when someone you're... normally when someone donates or dies, they have it's named after the person. So I think, and if they're changing, like it if there was Mamba, a, it's gonna be a stupid. But if they take like, <laughs> I think there's a team Mamba. So if you take that and retire that, that's fine. Maybe. In my mind, that's okay, and like you don't put any more Mamba, blah blah blah. But like the Mamba Sports Academy, like that's a big deal, like. That's kind of how you're I mean, attracting like, people. I mean, you could have, like, you see it all the time. Like, there could be a Kobe Bryant scholarship fund, and that yeah. would be, like, an honor. That wouldn't, they wouldn't say this yeah. is a scholarship fund. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure. Um, someone may have I didn't think about that until just through. now when I read that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think someone thought this through. Um, 
may have to do some more looking into that to see what they're actually <laughs> doing. So uh, Stephen A. Smith argued that Kevin Durant would be a better teammate for Jordan than LeBron. Um, I think the key part he was talking about was that LeBron has more alpha in him than Kevin Durant. That um, is true. Which I would give him, but Katie's attitude. That. If you watch Sucks. the documentary, yeah. If you watch the documentary, LeBron and you see would how, or not, LeBron. Michael would kill him. Yeah, that's what if, call if, him a, so many words, dude. If you watch the face. documentary, this is why Jordan was worried about looking bad. Because if you watch the documentary, you see he was not a very nice guy, like to his teammates in yeah. practice or anything. He's just calling them stuff and whatever. And I think KD would just. He couldn't handle it. He would melt. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't make it half a season. I think, I think if, if you took strictly play, I could see where KD would be a better teammate than uh, LeBron. Well, if we're doing although, strictly play, though, we're taking although, out LeBron's leadership. And well, LeBron. Saying, but, but if you have Michael Jordan as the alpha, you don't want two alphas. But I would say as a style of play, you probably want LeBron to be more facilitator because, instead of having – because Jordan was more of a scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, I mean, you go back and forth, but my, my ultimate thing comes down to Katie's attitude. Yeah, I would, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I don't think he would survive under Michael Jordan's leadership. Um, the league was texting players yes or no questions on if they wanted a season. And the overwhelming response yes. was yes. Or no. Yeah. Yes. No. That seems very <laughs> official. That seems um, very, like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm kind of impressed. I know that it's probably not that impressive, but I think it's impressive that the NBA has everybody's numbers. It's <laughs> a lot of numbers. Like, it's probably like any other job. You probably fill out an application and have, like, your information. <laughs> I mean, I just <laughs> I just didn't think about it. It's kind of, kind of cool. <laughs> Did they send out a mass text? Was it a group text? Yeah, it was probably like a mass text. <laughs> just, just a group text? Yeah, maybe it was one of those. Yeah, that's like, how if, they get everybody. If, if, if you're, if you're going to be in our league, text this number, like, say, NBA to 31579, and then you'll be on our text list, and we'll text you random updates, just kind of like, hmm. you know, the mass marketing campaigns that you see. Um, so maybe like they this. don't have their numbers, but they just have signed up for this text chain. Um, yeah, like at the concerts when yeah. they say, text this number to say hi to yeah. someone, and you're like, you get it, and four years later, you still get the same text? Yeah. Or my subway text messages that I get for every Monday and Wednesday or, for Or the five people years. that use the same number across different people. So when you text it to the one, it says you can't join that contest because you joined one four months ago at another thing. Yeah. Um, All right, moving on. So there was a private conference call that consisted of uh, LeBron, Chris Paul, who's the president of the Players Association, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Giannis, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry to set up a united front uh, in regards to we want the season to continue. Um, there was a little bit of drama over those not in the call, particularly James Harden. Um, 
they were one, I guess. The, I mean, it's really just because there's no sports going on. The media speculation is you had all these stars on a call and this one star wasn't on the call. So what does that mean about how he interacts with the other people in the league? And yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other stars that weren't on the call either. I mean, honestly, James Harden out of I wouldn't that want group, him on there. Out of that group, James Harden is the least influential. <laughs> yeah. Just like to the league, to the public, to anything. Like James Harden is the weirdest superstar ever because he's a great player, top five, but he like – no one likes him and he doesn't command like the – influence that these other star players command (laughs) like James Harden strictly feels like he's a he's a shooter guy and that's it (laughs) yeah but these other guys are like LeBron's like I have personality and do things off the court Chris Paul same way like Russell Westbrook same thing like and James Harden's like he'll go out and shoot and we don't really need him for anything else (laughs) I mean heck Westbrook's on Harden's team (laughs) They pick yeah. Westbrook over Harden. I would. <laughs> this Harden. makes you think. Here's Harden's, so Harden's here's not an alpha. That's what we were just talking about. Harden's not an alpha. Russ yeah. is the alpha. So that is very true. Um, here's the real thing. So LeBron, CP3, Dame, Russ, Giannis, Kawhi, Kitty, all of them. Well, other than Katie, Katie's actually very much against the point I'm about to try to make. Um, <laughs> they don't cause drama. I yeah. mean – Katie does because he's an idiot, but yeah. none of them cause drama. And I feel like they had to include Kevin Durant because, I mean, he's like the third best player in the league. Yeah. I mean, Katie's not even playing right now. They let him in on the call. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Harden would have probably – I want to say he's a, he's a snitch and he'd have leaked. I'm just going to say <laughs> it. I, I got that feeling from him, you know. You don't know what he's hiding behind that beard. Uh- <laughs> I mean, heck, have you seen LeBron lately? <laughs> Don't know what LeBron's hiding behind his beard. Yeah, that's what he had that high school Probably graduation snaps. thing Saturday night, and he was on TV, and his hair is grown out, and his beard is grown out. <laughs> the barbershops are closed currently. California's still on lockdown. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, the governor of Arizona says that pro sports can resume on May 16th without fans. So all pro sports in Arizona are good to go. I think it's the same thing in Florida. They did a a couple Mm -hmm. days later. As I just mentioned, California is locked down for the next three months still. Um, I mean, it's really kind of up to state discretion at this point. And so some states are locking down and some states are opening up. I wonder if this creates more of a people were frustrated already and now they're going to start seeing other places open up while their places are shut down and how effective. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I don't run the government and um, I'm glad that I live in tiny Wabash. I just, uh, I just comment on sports. <laughs> just, just comment. I give my opinion. It's wrong a lot. Sometimes it's right. You know, it's, no, it's, it's a hit or miss kind of thing. If you come on this show, you're getting the right opinions. That's that's why we're better than everybody else. I well, I changed our what our our, our view of stuff is. Let's go. Somewhere. Oh, we got opinions and we're gonna voice them. That's what it is. We're just gonna voice them, whether you agree <laughs> or not anymore. We're voicing them. 
But you should agree because if you don't agree, you're wrong. So exactly. <laughs> that's our opinion. That's no, that's fact. Um, <laughs> the fact we're giving our opinion and the fact is it's right. So the, <laughs> the optimism uh, is that the league will return this season in some form. Mm-hmm. Um, right now that's the overwhelming uh, feeling is that some point June, July teams will go back to camp and then July, August, September, they will do the playoffs and get it done. And then, draft and whatever in the fall and start back up after Christmas for the next season. So it is good. I think it is good news because you want, you don't want to just have a lost season. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't think that's good for anybody. Um, Especially the older guys who this really stinks for LeBron trying to get, well, I think he'll still do it. Like becoming the all time leading scorer. Like, yeah, because they just now he's got to play another he, year. He's had two the because in 2012 they had a holdout. Yep. So he's had two shortened seasons. That <laughs> like stinks. Yeah. Um, which is I mean it's part of the reason why you know they talk about you know is 82 games too much? Well, then what happens when if you do reduce it from 82 to 58 or whatever, mm-hmm. and all the records are from people who played 82 games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that would be weird. You'd have to like calculate. <laughs> well, if he did it in 58, a lot of math on pace for this in 82 and mm. you don't know, he could have gotten hurt, but he didn't. He and, and, yeah. It just creates a whole mess. I think at that point we couldn't argue who the goat is. As it currently stands, though, it's fair. very true point. <laughs> yeah. So uh, up next we have. Oh, there was a tangent. So people are coming up with lists and hypotheticals because there's nothing else to talk about. Um, yep. So one of those is has Paul George underachieved since leaving Indiana because in Indiana, he was in the Eastern conference finals against LeBron and whatnot. Um, and he went to OKC and he ended up being traded from there after getting bounced in the first round a couple of years. And now uh, obviously it's first year with the Clippers and we're waiting to see how that goes, but he hasn't been the, I don't think I wouldn't say he underachieved cause he was an MVP candidate last year. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's underachieved. Um, I think part of the issue is playing with Russell Westbrook. Um, nothing against him, but he is a dominant, like, ball The facts don't dominant lie. People man. improve when they leave Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so, like, I OKC was never, a, in my opinion, a good location for him. Maybe if he's by himself or maybe with, like, just, like, the surrounding cast – and not a uh, Russ, but I wouldn't say he's underachieved yet. I mean, give it another couple of years. I mean, Chris what, Paul happens here. Chris Paul had him rolling, and it was just him and Shai Gilgis Alexander and a Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. Yeah. Um, okay, we mentioned that. Oh, and again with hypotheticals, Shaq has been coming out and saying a lot of stuff. His latest statement. I've heard is uh his latest statement is that golden state couldn't match up with the lakers the the 16 17 golden state warriors team would uh lose to his lakers team with kobe i don't think they'd stop shack i'd be I, honest 
that, but I, I, I'd have to look to see who was on the Lakers. Besides Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree they wouldn't stop Shaq, but they also hacked Tristan Thompson against the Cavs, so makes you think they probably would hack Shaq. Um, They'd have to start right away. But I don't think the Lakers – I don't think any team before 2008 can match the shooting that the Warriors had. <laughs> that's the – I mean, that's why it'd be – I think – Maybe even 2010. I take Lakers. I mean, it would be it would be big I, and physical versus finesse and shooting. Yeah, my the I would take the Lakers on that because of just because of Shaq. Because there's only so much hacking you can do until you're out of the game, and so you can't have Steph hack. You can't have Clay hack. Draymond gets the hackings out of the game. That ain't gonna do anything to you. And then. KD has who's going to start hacking? Like, I, I mean, you take that one that extra spot that they had there, and you just have that person hack. And once he gets out, you put in the next every one. possession though. So like, I don't know about. I don't think every possession, but you know, after every possession, I put the ball down to him. If, if I were if, the coach, because he shacks outsizes everybody. If you, if you, here's the thing though. Co- would Kobe let that fly? Because Kobe wanted it, the ball. I mean, I know Kobe wanted the ball, but I still think I don't think Steph could guard. I Kobe. don't know. I don't know if you remember this, but there, when when the unfortunate timing of Kobe happened, there were stories that started coming out of you know Shaq. You know, some of the guys were upset with Kobe because he wasn't passing the ball as much, and uh, Shaq said, "Well, let me go talk to him." And he said, "Hey, there's no I in team," and Kobe said, "There is one in win." I'm, and 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 then Shaq said, I went back and they said, oh, what did he say? And he said, you guys just get the rebounds. He's not going to pass the ball. <laughs> Kobe liked the ball. He didn't like to have other people have the ball. No, I mean, Kobe's surrounding cast other than like one player that usually on the team wasn't necessarily that impressive. So, I mean, if I were Kobe, I'd shoot the um, ball all the time. Hold on. The teams with Fisher and Gasol and Artest and Bynum. I said a couple. One or, two, one or so players. I don't yeah, count that's Bynum. That's the rest of the good. starting line. Back then he was. Was he? When, when he was young and seven feet tall and played with Paul Gasol. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Okay. The, uh, let's see. I keep losing the spot. Oh, LeBron, Steph, John Wall, Blake Griffin, and Paul George had already been paid in full and will receive an IOU in the fall for the rest of the league has had the reduced salary. I want to see the IOU. I want to see what kind of paperwork this is. Is this just on a sticky note, IOU? I find, this, I find this weird. First of all, that you had a reduction anyway because these were the contracts, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like the owners are kind of getting out of contracts just because they want to. They want to. Um, but on top of that, to have already paid guaranteed money to players and just say, hey, can we have some of that back since we decided to cut salaries? Yeah. What it, see, if it was me, 
you know, probably not these guys, they're veterans, they're older or whatnot. If it was me, there's a, and you know, maybe not this much money, there'd be a strong possibility that I had found a use for that already. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris Paul, president of the Players Association, said the players want the NBA to return to action and, you know, in step with what the call was about. Um, he also talked about how close the team was to walking off the court in the playoffs when the Donald Sterling scandal was happening in Los Angeles. Um, the pilot in the Kobe crash did not have alcohol or drugs in his system, according to the autopsy. And Dwight Howard is mourning the loss of his six-year-old son's mother, Melissa Rios. I didn't look in to see what uh, the cause was, but sad. Sad for everyone. So that's NBA. Um, Heading over to the NFL. Again, probably won't take very long. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl could be pushed back depending on, you know, if the season gets pushed back. They've The way they've designed the schedule, it's very flexible. The first couple weeks, you can mix around some games to make them work, move week two games to week three and whatnot. Uh, nice. The nice. Super, like the Super Bowl could be pushed back. They have that extra – they built the extra weeks in there in case they need to use those. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the schools do now with built-in snow days. Um, in case they have a snow day, here's one we make up. Otherwise, we'll just take it off. Yep. Um, so smart, smart. smart. Back. Uh, it all just depends on what happens. And I don't think they're having inter- any international games. Um, I don't think they are. But they are talking about some teams having to relocate based on what their state's legislation is, such as Chargers, Rams, the teams out in California who might still be locked down at the start of the season. Um, Interesting. Which, let's be honest, the Chargers and the Rams didn't have much of a home field advantage anyway. Um, (laughs) Nope. uh, Let's see. The league schedule was released. We just mentioned it's very flexible. I think the Colts landed somewhere in the middle on difficulty. Um, But it really doesn't look too bad. the AFC East, I think, was the division that got one of the tougher schedules, um, along with the NFC West. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how the schedules turn out. Oh, yes, it will be. <laughs> Here was interesting. Philip Rivers is named the head coach at St. Michael Catholic High School in Alabama. He will move into that position when he retires. My first question <laughs> My first question is what is the deal with these quarterbacks getting jobs before they are done playing? Because Drew Brees got a deal with NBC Sports. Uh, clearly that's a much better job than the high school football coach. But the <laughs> but Drew Brees I mean, gets a job with NBC Sports that's there for him whenever he retires, whether it be next year or two years or three years. Same thing with Rivers with this high school football job. What? How do you hire someone in that time? You say, hey, can we get you for this year? And maybe you won't be back next year, but just in case. Well, we don't guy, know. Yeah. Whenever this guy decides to come in, you're out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
Um, but it also came out that Frank Wright expects uh, Rivers to play one year past or past his one year deal. No. 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 I don't know. Um, a single Philadelphia-based firm will receive more than $51 million from a total of $112 million in NFL concussion legal fees. Wow. That's some money. Yeah. The Rams came out with new uniforms. They were not enjoyed I liked them. The large majority. Ooh, this one might be interesting. And Eric Dickerson came out and said, this is football. This ain't nothing to do with sur- surfing. It just looks soft. The overwhelming majority that I saw did not enjoy uh, the uniforms. Casey says he did. I'm, I'm confirming I did. I'm looking them up again. I mean, I like two of the three. Which two? <laughs> not the freak, not the weird white eggshell crap. Yeah, no one likes the white. And if you look, I don't know if you saw the up close pictures, but they look worse. <laughs> I mean, I've I, that one just looks like poop. I mean, it looks like someone pooped in them. <laughs> and then they tried to wash and it then, out. And then tried to wash it, and it just spread over the course of the jersey. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not good looking i don't like it that one stinks the other ones i mean i'm not i mean to be fair to be fair at least it was washed the browns look like someone just pooped and then soaked it it. in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i'm not i mean i don't hate them i think everyone worse I think everyone just hates the new logo and these jerseys very much incorporate the new logo. (laughs) And so now everyone who hates the logo also hates the jerseys. (laughs) I just don't get, I don't see what was wrong with the other ones. I don't get why we have to change this every few years. I don't know either. You know, when the last time the Colts changed a Jersey this year, actually changed a jersey (laughs) (laughs) couldn't tell you that one i had you for a second there though sometimes you just gotta let let it be be it is what it is um the league extended the virtual off season through may so we'll see what happens with that T.Y. Hilton is in a contract year, says he wants to be a Colt for life, so we'll see how that works out. Um, Two cornerbacks are wanted on robbery charges, DeAndre Baker of the New York Giants and Quentin Dunbar of Seattle. Uh, Arrest warrants in Florida for alleged armed robbery. Some updates. Dunbar's attorney says he has five statements from witnesses that Dunbar had no role. Baker's attorney after that also said he had statements from witnesses that Baker was not involved. And then it came out that Baker turned himself into Broward County Jail Saturday morning, which makes me think he might have been involved because you don't turn yourself in if you're not. Well... I mean, if there's a warrant out for your arrest, I think you're going to turn yourself in. Um, but Perhaps, this, I don't know. I what think, the, I don't know what the course of the events of this happening is. All I know I is the mean, news that he turned himself in came out after they said he wasn't involved. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm not quite sure 
either. And all I know is, is how hard is it to not go to jail? (laughs) I literally do it every every day. day. No problem. Not a problem. (laughs) I don't worry about it. That's not in my mind. (laughs) How hard is it? to just be a decent person and not murder or rob or rape. I or literally do, drugs do it every or, day. <laughs> uh, transport drugs across America? <laughs> I mean... And I would think it'd be substantially easier in a well-financial situation. <laughs> like, like, I get it. Like, I get it. All kinds of things to do. I get it. You're broke. You have no other option but to rob. You're broke. You have no other option but to do drugs and sell drugs. But if you're in a well financial situation, I consider it to be very easier to not get involved in those activities. I can, dude. I could come up with all kinds of stuff I could do. <laughs> That's not any of that stuff. <laughs> I could be on a beach just sitting there doing nothing. Well, I will. Here, here's another case. This well, must close, but. this this must have been the in, NFL players get arrested weekend. So yes. here's here's a case where maybe it helps explain this scenario to this uh, phenomenon. Uh, Redskins wide receiver Cody Latimer was arrested after shots were reportedly fired inside a Douglas County, Colorado apartment. Later came out that it was a result of a poker argument um, where he had an argument with a friend playing poker and pulled a gun on him. So maybe was he slipping cards? I don't know. Did he deserve it? (laughs) Not kidding. No one deserves to be shot. Not at all. Um, Cody Lambert or whatever your name is, is he's also an idiot. Again, how hard is it not to pull a gun and do have, Hey, just don't buy a gun. Hey, if the guy was slipping cards or something, I don't know. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I have a feeling there were other substances involved in this. I believe there was. I think they were already slammered. (laughs) Well, and then in another news, uh, shortly after, the Bills defensive lineman Ed Oliver was arrested Saturday night on charges of driving while intoxicated and unlawfully carrying a weapon. I don't understand this whole unlawfully carrying thing. Like, why do you guys not have a permit for this crap? Like, you can't afford to buy a permit, but you can buy the gun. Hey, maybe he bought the car and the owner left it in there. I don't give a... No. (laughs) I guarantee you he bought that car brand new. They didn't have time to slip a gun in there. Maybe someone someone pulled off a crime at the dealership and threw that gun in the car. Dang good crime, then. (laughs) I just don't understand the whole, like... How they have, I mean, I guess, well, I understand. I, no, I don't understand. I was going to say, I understand maybe if it's a big, huge gun that, like, not supposed to necessarily be traveling around with, you're supposed to keep it at your house, shoot it out in the field or something like that. But even then, you still got to register the dang thing. <laughs> Come on, people. It's not that hard. I do this every day and don't get arrested. <laughs> I, actually, I, I don't have a gun, so I can't say I do that every day. But I don't get arrested. You live every, every day. day. I live, live every day, and I don't go to jail. <laughs> uh, James Harrison told a story that garnered some interest, said that uh, Mike Tomlin gave him an envelope in 2010 after a hit, 
uh, right after that, the, you know, the comments went viral and I think he, I don't know if he said he was joking, but he kind of backstepped his statement, said there was no bounty gate, the Steelers, of course, everyone's favorite victim, the new Orleans saints, uh, is desperate for the league to look into this given, you know, the punishment that the saints had to endure. Um, and the, so the saints are just, they think the NFL's out to get them, um sean payton's made us already made a statement about how the league will pretend to look into this because they don't care about the steelers they just want to make sure the saints don't win um <laughs> i'd believe it i believe tomlin would have done that i believe tomlin's it willing happened, to step onto the field and ruin a kickoff return that was going to go back for a touchdown i'd believe he'd do this this uh yes i'm still i'm a little bitter about that one you know <laughs> i had jacoby on my fantasy team that year and literally just because he returned touchdowns so you know i'm only a little mad but uh you know i could see it happening but it was in 2010 so there's something about like the statute of limitations here uh maybe there's no limitations at this point it might have been too long ago here's the thing i think everyone he's still coaching is still liable everyone you know you can say the patriots are cheaters i mean obviously um but, you know, you could make the argument that every team might be cheating. It's just if you get caught, you get punished. So if you don't get caught, you don't get punished. That's about how it happens. The Patriots are really bad about getting caught. They're really <laughs> good at not getting caught. They're either they're really either either really bad at uh not getting caught or uh they are just cheating so much. That some of the stuff gets out. So this is what I truly believe, Bo. I truly believe that when Bill Belichick goes to bed at night, his reading material is the NFL uh, handbook. Um, Just so he can find out. "Hmm, He has it on an audio book and plays it while he sleeps so that it absorbs into his brain. Wakes up in the middle of the night, has a notepad right next to it. Ooh, I can... uh, I'm blanking right now. I can't do something. Here's the interference. If I... Poke him in the eyeball. That doesn't count. Hold on, though. I'm going to poke a little hole in your argument here because uh, he might do that, but he also – there are clear violations. <laughs> I'm not saying there's not clear violations. So, so he might I'm not just have saying, it all down. <laughs> I'm not saying he's, that's why he still has it by his bedside. He's still learning. He's a man of the trade. He's a learning. It's adapting every year to the new situations. Okay. 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 <laughs> Moving on. Next topic. Um, the NFL is con- – oh. The it's NFL – This just looks bad. The NFL – So bad. Is considering a plan to reward teams with a higher draft pick for hiring minority candidates as GMs and coaches. First of all, hold, hold everything – I'm going to – I heard, you know, I'm going to take a page out of the Michael Wilbon book here and say, let me express the sentiment that – the sorry, the sentiment that might have sounded like cinnamon to some of you. But the, let me express the sentiment that I give credit to the league for saying, hey, I think we have a problem. Let's do something about it. Now, that aside, this is awful. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> this is just, I don't know. Who came, 
who came up with this idea and who's in the room that said, yes, that's a good idea. Let's tell the public that's what we're thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there, there may be let's, a problem. I don't let's know who, who let's seriously consider this plan because as of the other day, the owners have officially tabled it, which means they didn't deny it, but they just haven't voted on it yet. So it's still out there and could happen. Here's the thing. It, <laughs> they think, hmm. How do I you want, say this without getting in trouble, Bo? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I wonder how many, you know, given, given the NFL's history of problems that they have perceived that minorities don't get hired in high staffing positions. It makes you wonder in the room of people who are coming up with these ideas, how many minorities are in that room? Because I think if it was balanced, you would have had people, in, I, I'm, and I'm not saying that it is or it isn't, because I don't know, but I feel like if it was, there would have been enough people in there saying, hey, maybe not. Because what this, in, I think <laughs> this sounds to me, it sounds like a group of white people who think this is going to help but they don't understand what actually needs to be done. And instead this ends up coming off very insensitive and not uh, helpful or, uh, or complimentary (laughs) of the minorities looking for these positions because to say You can't tell people who to hire. (laughs) No. And it doesn't help them. It doesn't, I mean, anybody, it wouldn't make you feel good to think I got hired because the company got something out of hiring me, not because I have talent. (laughs) Like, it's like if it's like it's like when I had to recruit people for our multi-level marketing scheme and you know I got a little kickback off of my recruits so did I care who got brought on no because yeah. I get a kickback <laughs> mm-hmm. so then you have so then it's like if you're a bad team or if you're an excellent drafting team it's like well, let's hire a minority coach so that we can get bumped up 10 picks in the third round. Or do we want to play the hand we have and take our chances? I mean, it's kind of like a game show. It's like, it's like do you want to turn door three? Do you want to trade in what you have now to open door three or take home what you currently have and try and go from there? It's, it's all around, I don't understand what the thought process was to get it this far along to where it was broadcast to the public that we are seriously considering this being the way we go about fixing this problem because it's not helping anybody. I think 
It's mainly, I, I think there's mainly one side. Like, we like to be divided on a lot of things as America. This is what we do. This is one of those things where there's two sides, but the one side is the side that came up with the idea, and then there's everyone else in the country. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I understand you want diversity. diversity. Um, that's a good thing, great thing. I don't really care. If you're the best coach for the job, you're the best coach for the job. I don't care what you're blue, green, yellow, or purple. Uh, if you're the best coach, you're the best coach. And that's, I want you, um, you know, there's a better way of going about this. Um, maybe be like, yo, like interview some more people. Which they just... did. Let me throw this out there while we're, while you bring that up, it did come out that the league is making an alteration to their, I think it's the Rooney rule and they are going to require at least two minority candidate interviews for head coach positions and one for a coordinator position. Perfect. Cool. Just do that. Leave it at that. You know, make sure I mean, everybody's there's a shot. I mean, interview me. I'll probably not make it past the first interview, but interview me. Um, I'm a great guy. Um, but go but don't give it don't give draft like oh we'll up your third round draft pick because you hired someone that just looks like crap on you it it looks like yeah <sighs> i'm not gonna say it no. <laughs> we're just gonna leave it at this not a good call nfl should have done something different with this yes very much so <laughs> good could have done better <laughs> Uh, Rogers is surprised. Was surprised. He came out in a press conference. Had his first press conference since the draft. Said he was surprised by the love pick. Obviously, obviously, uh, there's no other reaction. Most of us were. Um, and now says that finishing his career in Green Bay, quote, may not be a reality. Um, no, they drafted I, your backup. I mean, they drafted I, your replacement. I am all on the train that Rodgers is done with Green Bay as far as the franchise and that he will demand a trade within the next year and that the Colts will swing in and get him as Rivers and Brissett's contracts expire. The Colts. And in free agency, they had choo-choo. Just think think about it, Bo. I like it. I like it. Super Bowl. Juju wants out. Come here, Rodgers. We got a better line. We got better running backs. Oh, we running backs. Um, we've got <laughs> we we'll have Juju. We got Ty. We got Burton. We got Doyle. We got we got your weapons. We got, we got a new guy. Oh, we got a solid defense. We are gonna. You will love it. We we'll bring in weapons whenever you want them. I know you're from California. Pat McAfee will celebrate you. Uh, He's your best friends with Pat. He is right here in Indy. Uh, I hear. I hear. You could be on his show occasionally. uh, He uh, he already is. You could be on him more often. I hear. I hear this last week on the show that you and Pat are texty text friends. Um, and so hang out. There's, uh, there's more things to do. Pat, in Pat show with your old teammate, AJ Hawk. Um, go. It's not California, but we don't know if you guys will still be locked down at that point. 
uh, Indianapolis is a bigger city than Green Bay is. I know exactly. it's still small, but <laughs> but there's other things to do. But we will love you and cherish you. <laughs> And give you whatever you want. <laughs> and give you whatever you want. Just in your trade demand, just say Indianapolis. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, NFL facilities can reopen. Colts expect rivers. Okay, we talked about that. Here's something funny. A Big Ben tweet, tweeted a video from back in the day. He said he wasn't going to cut his hair or his beard until he could throw with teammates again as evidenced by recent photos, and then it showed him throwing it to teammates and then showed him getting a haircut. Congratulations, you still suck. Congratulations for finally shaving that thing off. (laughs) It was not a good look. No, it wasn't. Um, Here was... I don't know what this is, so please tell me about this. This is the tweet of maybe the year. Tweet of the week? We should have tweet of the week. This might be tweet of the year. Well, I think we're going to make a new segment called tweet of the week, and we're just going to find a tweet that makes the week. Okay. I like it. But this is the tweet of the year. Okay. Tweeter, tweeter. Miles Garrett. So in regards to the Last Dance documentary, there is a scene or footage of a game where I think they're playing Utah and Rodman kind of pats Malone on the butt and Malone pats Rodman on the butt as he's walking away. And that's about it. And Miles Garrett took that video and said, this is what Odell thought would happen when he spanked the police officer. If you remember that incident. I do remember that that incident. However, Odell Beckham quotes that tweet and says, you know, I don't have the exact thing pulled up here, but he says along the lines of, ha you know what the messed up part is? I got charged with assault and you didn't. <laughs> In regards to when Garrett ripped off the helmet of Mason Rudolph and hit him with it in the game. <laughs> so I will give Odell tweet of the year so far based on those merits. For roasting Miles Garrett when he tried to roast Odell. <laughs> he done did messed up. Done did messed up. And as of lately, NFL testing new protective face gear of either surgical or N95 material. I suppose maybe they're wearing that under helmets. Sure. Cover I faces. Know. I don't know. But that is all the news in the NFL. Nope. What? Mike, uh, can't guard Mike has a beef apparently, or someone has a beef. Have you not seen it? It's big. Wait, what? Uh, Is this tweets with Mike? No, this is, um, mm, for the love of me today, I've forgotten his last name. Um, it's between Devonte Parker and, uh, Saints wide receiver, Mike. Mike um, Thomas. Good gosh. I have struggled hard today with coming mm-hmm. up with his last name, and do not ask me why. Okay. I don't know. But there's apparently a big old beef going on. I'm going to go see if I can find it. We like beef. We like beef. 
and chicken. <laughs> Yahoo Sports is where it's going to help me. Michael Thomas and Devontae Parker get into a verbal fight over harmless Instagram questions. So it started out with a very, very simple post. Um, and it was, which is tougher? A, make a catch while guarded by Stephen Gilmore. Or B, break up a pass while guarding Michael Thomas. And apparently, my or Devontae Parker um, commented, all he commented was A, I'm pretty sure. That was it. Um, okay. And Michael Thomas apparently took some offense to that. Don't know why. <laughs> but he did. And hold on. As if, wait, as if Devontae Parker doesn't play in his division, doesn't play cornerback, would know what it is like to defend a pass against yeah. Michael Thomas. But and being in the division as Stefan Gilmore might know what it's like to do that. That is true. <laughs> Um, so literally all he, all he commented was the A, uh, and then, uh, Uncle Thomas comes back at him, um, basically told him you are not good. Um, <laughs> paraphrasing. <laughs> I am paraphrasing cause I don't, I think there's a lot of comments and I don't got them all. Um, one says, go run some numbers up. Then you can talk. I lapped you and you've been league longer than me. First rounder. Oh, that's, that's harsh. (laughs) Um, then Devonta comes back, got some hard feelings there, brother. Let me get targeted about 300 times. Now we're going to stop here for the quick second because I've ran the numbers. Let's stop here for a quick second because Devontae Parker's comeback should have been, you have Drew Brees, what have I had? <laughs> this is a true point as well, but I've also ran these numbers. And, I and, have, you've, been, and you've been on championship Saints teams, and I have been on what? The Dolphins. Yes. So, with... Michael, Tom, Michael Thomas had 185 uh, targets last year. So if you round so, – Hold on. He had what? 185 targets. So I don't know about the – I mean, no one's getting targeted 300 times in, in the year. But last year, 185 was what Michael Thomas had. So if you project over Parker's stats from – or and you do all that, like, stuff. So, wait, if you divide it by 16, he is getting 12 targets a game on average. Yeah, something like that. Slightly over 12 targets a game on average. But so you take the 185 and you give 185 targets to Parker. Uh, Michael Thomas had 149 catches. Parker's projected would be 104 catches, which is 45 less. That's a lot less. Um, Now here's the crazy thing. Michael Thomas had 1,725 yards. Parker's is projected at 700. 1,837 yards, so a wee bit more. And then Thomas had nine touchdowns, and Parker is projected for 13 touchdowns. So So basically what you're saying is Parker would be doing more with less. Yes. Well, or the same is what he is saying. Well, the same same targets, but he'd have less catches. The average yards per Mm. catch would be far higher. Yes. Basically, Parker is saying. The average touchdowns per catch would be higher. Parker is saying that if he got that as many targets as Michael Thomas, he would be one of the greatest wide receivers in the league. 
Now, here is my issue with this, and this, and this is saying something because he's a Miami Dolphin. Parker isn't even the best wide receiver on our freaking team. He's because you know you, he's been in league. He's now in the sixth year, I believe it is, and this is the first year he has done something. Um, so he is like, like, nope, no, don't even try to defend him. I've been trying to pump him up for years. It doesn't happen. Um, but we draft, or we didn't even draft this guy. He was an undrafted rookie. Um, and Preston Williams, who out-targeted uh, Parker before he got hurt, uh, had just about the same amount of receptions. He had less yards, and he had just two less touchdowns in the games. And he's an undrafted freaking rookie. If an undrafted rookie is beating you out in categories, you can't talk smack to Mike Thomas. It just doesn't work that way. So I don't know. You run the numbers. I ran the numbers. <laughs> You run the numbers. I don't care. <laughs> Michael Thomas will eat Devontae Parker. No, I'm not let's arguing. Going, let's continue. Uh, yeah. We'll I'm continue looking at the comments. Mike Thomas is the best receiver in the league. I do worry a little about the ego. That That's my, not true. He does. My, it seems he, he has some ego he, now. Yeah, he, he, uh, I'm saying the ego that might be developing because he was very humble the first few years, and now he's been the consensus best wide receiver yes. and got paid, and now he's kind of a little edgy. <laughs> yeah. So after Parker's comment about the target of 300 times, um, I came back with, in other words, you you weak. They don't even put your name in the same sentence as me. Remember that exclamation mark. That is true. Um, it's true. And then he I says, "I just got an ESPN update about Devonte Parker and Michael Thomas having beef." There you go. <laughs> then Mike continues to slam on him. Uh, you're still not going to do nothing. It took you six years, seventeen weeks to have a good game. Um. Ooh. I don't know what all those letters mean because I'm terrible with. So G T F O H. Blame okay. your yep. parents. We're gonna. We're hold on. Uh, <laughs> G T blee out of here. <laughs> we ah. Just, we will. Oh censor. man, this makes us a lot worse. <laughs> we will censor that for our listening audience. <laughs> uh, yeah, that blame your parents, not your core B, your QB. Um, well, you can kind of blame the quarterback. <laughs> And the offensive line, and the running backs, and the coach. And Adam Gase. <laughs> I hate it. I am not an Adam Gase fan, as I've said many times on this podcast. I don't know how he has a job. All right, then Devontae Parker comes back with basically just quick crying, brah. And from there, it's just like, meh. Mike, so, Mike Thomas said you can't even have a seat at the table. That's the update I got. So yep. uh, here's the thing. Devontae Parker – didn't do anything to deserve this. He just and, he just commented A. And I don't know why Michael Thomas is worrying about Devontae Parker. I wouldn't. But like I said, Devontae Parker isn't even the best wide receiver on his stinking team. So shut up. Prove he that you prove that last year wasn't a fluke. He didn't do anything. He said A and was attacked. It was self-defense. I don't <laughs> care. You can stop commenting. You just comment A and go away. I don't know. 
Well, let's get to this last bit of other news. The Big East has said there will be no sports in the fall if there are no students on campus. Makes sense. That's fair. UFC is back. I don't know what any of this means, but I got the update. Henry Sejudo announces retirement from the UFC after beating Dominic Cruz by second round TKO to defend belt. And Justin Gaith beats uh, Tony Ferguson by a five round TKO interim lightweight belt. All I know is apparently UFC has been posting like the top five, like biggest injuries slash like, ugly smugs at that point man some of these guys get destroyed i've never so i mean i guess hmm. uh. i i could see the appeal i guess of watching but i've never seen the appeal of i want to be a ufc fighter and just beat up and risk getting beat up <laughs> nope nope um or boxer or something nope. anything like that nope uh, the University of Florida is open to hosting pro sporting events for teams looking for a way to play during the pandemic. So Florida opened up. They're saying, you know, if you're a team out in California, you need somewhere to play. We are here for you. Which would be interesting if there's no students on campus. Is that where the Rams, the Rams go to University of Florida, stay in the dorms and uh, uh, eat the dorm use, food? Use their field like training camp for the season i don't know cool that'd be fun the indiana lands five-star guard christian lander cool for basketball team i mean i don't follow indiana but that's a great thing i like to see that they get five-star players We'll see if they can do anything with them. They haven't but lately. Exactly. Uh, Sunday. This Sunday, 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 May 24th at 3 p.m. on TNT and TBS is the legendary golf tournament we have all been waiting for. It's Woods and Manning versus Mickelson and Brady. We'll give you a whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. That was kind of impressive. Thank you. I've been working on my monster truck rally voice. <laughs> hey, you uh, still need, you still need to work on it a little bit. You gotta get gotta get the. It's not quite projection. Isabella on Phineas and Ferb level yet, but <laughs> <laughs> I am so pumped. I've never okay. Let me put it this way: I never watch golf, no matter what. Never watch it. I maybe watch the last half hour of the Masters every once in a while. I. And so excited, and I'm guarantee part of it is because there are no sports happening. But I am so <laughs> excited for Sunday afternoon when I can sit back and watch Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning kick the butts of Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Nothing against you, Mickelson. You just paired up with the wrong guy. But it, <laughs> this is going to be so entertaining. In my it's, opinion, Peyton paired up with the wrong guy. Could I, be. I do not like Tiger. I, I, I don't know if at this point – I don't think – I think Woods is better than Mickelson at this point, maybe. I don't – like I said, I don't follow golf. I don't know. Mickelson can at least finish 18 holes. Woods just won the Masters two years ago. Did you hear what you just said? Two years ago. When did Mickelson last do it? 
I don't know, but at least he finishes 18 holes since then. Either way, I don't, I, I don't want to – I can't, can't talk. I don't, I don't follow golf. Mickelson might be better. I don't – I really don't know because I don't watch golf. I play I, it. I, I, don't watch I, it. Really, I really don't know. I haven't heard much about – all I know is Phil usually doesn't finish well. Um, and I know that Woods won two years ago. And that's, that's really true. all I know. Um, <laughs> that's true. That's about – I know a little bit more. That's about it. Cause so, either way – I expect Manning's leadership to take over here and lead them to victory. Much like his record in the playoffs against Tom Brady, it will be a win. Nice. But I am so excited for 3 o'clock on Sunday, 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 May 24th on TNT and TBS to watch this event. And that's all the news. Do we have any tweets with Mike? We have tweets with Mike. Because Mike commented on a tweet that we tweeted at Mike. Hey, do we have a poll too? Ah, uh, we've had a couple polls, I think. Um, um, let's see. A lot has happened on our Twitter. It is starting to pop. Our so. Twitter is exploding. Go follow at Sports Shenanigans before it's too late and you don't get noticed as you do. Yeah. <laughs> so. Speaking of the, like, yeah, it's exploding. Um, Hop on the ride before it is out of the station. We are two followers away from 100 followers, so oh. tell your friends. Make them 100. Maybe at 100 we'll do something. I don't have that siren on my phone. I can't do the you know, but I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> so tell your friends, retweet us, uh, send all that stuff out. Um, that way we can get to 100, and then eventually the next goal will be 200. And then... Um, and then a million, then a billion, and then, and then a billion, and then we won't be here anymore. Make, you know that. Make much. make this my full time job. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see how I'm because we are back. growing, baby. We are I, growing. I've had to scroll a while to figure out the last time we. Um, ah, got it. Fake news was the last time we talked about. All right. Since then, I have gotten on our Twitter a lot, and I am liking stuff. I am retweeting stuff. I don't think Bo does that. But that's I do I, not. I have left that up to Casey. Hey, that's why I do it. So <laughs> I commented on something. And I edit the show, and he handles the media. Yay! <laughs> I commented on this uh, thing about – uh, what our podcast is about and then someone was like there's sports going on in the world i'm like yes there is if you know where to look which you so have to listen to the real. show so look at the, listen to the show and you have to look really hard um as you can tell from the topics that we had oh by the way cooper cup has changed his number from 18 to 10 that ooh. was a day's worth of news <laughs> um uh, uh mike told us how long a pit stop is Hey! About 12 to 15 seconds. Usually a little closer to the 12 mark if all things go right. Uh, hey! He'll see what happens when that NASCAR leads starts me back today. to my question, Mike, of why it takes an hour to do mine. <laughs> <laughs> Bo told us his inspiration for the podcast. Um, yeah, it was about a year ago uh, while I was watching the NBA playoffs when inspiration struck for this fantastic idea. It was literally, I don't know the exact date, but about a year ago because we started right after the finals and I know we said like, okay, in a month and a half. 
<laughs> yep. I said how I found out about it. Basically, so in the room so said, we hey, are we are about a year anniversary of the conception of the idea. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I, do not, I do not like that word coming out of your mouth. Um, we had very interesting topic. I was just, you know, uh, scrolling through, liking, retweeting like I do. Um, and it was the top five running backs in the NFL. And so I just, for the fun of it, I retweeted it or liked it or something like that. And then someone decided to tweet at us. I don't know who this person is. Um, hopefully they follow. I've been that, I think is what the, I've been that 38. Shout out. Shout out to that person. That's not their actual tag, but okay. you could probably, probably find them. But their top five was very interesting to me because it was not – I mean, the five quote running backs I would agree with. Not traditional. But not the traditional order. Number one of their list is Derrick Henry as number one. Number two gonna is be honest. Going to be honest? Yes. Even though he led the league in rushing and was the talk of the playoffs, I forget about him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but number one is Derrick Henry. Two is Christian McCaffrey. Three is Alvin Kamara. Four is Barkley. And then five is Zeke. So I was just curious as what your thoughts were. I mean, if we're talking about last year, yes. I mean, you, you could make an argument of Henry being number one, but all top, all like right now, no. If he's you're not, not my five. In in the league, right? I don't think he's now. in my five. I think he's I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to think without having looked at anything off the top of my head. Uh, the the name that really struck me on that list is Alvin Kamara because if we're talking about him coming off of last season, he really had a down down down. True. Down. He did. He had a down year by an average running back standards last season. Mm-hmm. Um let alone his standards. Um so I'm not sure if I can put him at 3 over Saquon and Zeke. No. Um, I'm trying to think, like I said, I'm trying to think off the top uh, of my head. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook exploded last year. I would say Dalvin Cook is my, like, the five guy for me. Yeah. Because Dalvin Cook can do more than what Derrick Henry can do, and that's why he is. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. If, if we're basing it off of last year, I'm kicking off Kamara and putting Dalvin Cook in the top five. Um. Honestly, McCaffrey going a thousand and a thousand might be enough for me to put him at one. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's um, and Saquon I think would be right behind him. Yep, that's and my first two. I just think I think the thing with Derrick Henry for me because the thing that's pushing Saquon and McCaffrey up for me is versatility. And Derrick Henry, there is one thing you do with him and it's hand him the ball and have him run into people. Yes. And see if they can, he's going to wear them down and see if they can tackle him. Um, but you got guys like Saquon whose thighs could crush a man's skull. Yeah. And so you can hand it off to him and he can run into people or you can throw it to him out of the backfield or you can give it to him in space or, I mean, there's just more versatility there. Mm-hmm. And say, and the same with kind of not so much the power with McCaffrey, but he is able to run um, in between the tackles. And oh, yeah. 
And I would say the same thing with Dalvin Cook. And um, I don't know if I would – I would say – I don't know. Kamara's interesting because I think he really missed having Mark Ingram last season um, to be that power role mm-hmm. because I don't think – I think Kamara does much better in space and receiving. So oh, yeah. I would I would almost say he's more one-dimensional than like a McCaffrey or oh, a yes. one. Yes. Um, still trying to think off the top of my head. Nick Chubb comes to mind. Chubb's um, up there. Uh, mixing. I don't know if he. I don't know if he cracks mine. No. But um, he's in the conversation of six, in my opinion. Yeah, Chubb could I, be in, six. Ingram is in top ten, probably. Um, <laughs> Lamar. Um, <laughs> true controversial take um (laughs) i don't i don't know i i uh i think it's i like i I said i forget about henry i think that they have he has the five right or she i actually don't know who this is (laughs) i don't they have the five right um it's 2020 we're not assuming yeah i don't know (laughs) Actually, I don't think the five right because I think Dalvin Cook is better than Derrick Henry. So basically, shift everybody oh. up a couple spots. Um, Chris McCaffrey first, Barkley, um, then Zeke, then Kamara, then Cook, and then Henry is my order. Um, the only reason, I mean, Henry's a monster, but you can really you know what you're getting out of him. He's going to run straight through somebody, and when he's on the field, that you know that's what they're doing. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think. Um, Do you need more there, running backs? There, there are a couple of players that I think would be on the way up, like Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs, who mm-hmm. I think could crack that in the next couple of years. Um, Fournette. Uh, I, well, I wouldn't Melvin, put Fournette in the Melvin uh, Gordon, no. Mark Ingram, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner. Devin Singletary. Now we're really getting down there. Kareem Hunt. Uh, in another system, Le'Veon Bell is for sure in that. No, let me just let's just say this. Different coach. Le'Veon Bell's on that list. Give wait, give Le'Veon Bell a coach that wants him on the team and he's in the top five. Yeah. Easy. So yeah. And I and I would kick. So so let's <laughs> let's look at it like that, and I'm gonna kick Kamara out for Cook, and I'm gonna kick Henry out for Bell. Okay. And I don't no disrespect to Derrick Henry. It's just you you just run. You just run. I wouldn't I wouldn't kick Kamara out just yet. I want to see another year of him by himself to see what if it was and actually really, a fluke or and really after last year Zeke's really on the fringe because b- before this season I would have said without question Zeke was the best running back in the league. I don't know about the fringe because I look at the rest of that list and I'm like mm, he's still. I'm in for Georgia the top ball. for the top five. Uh, okay. Not not period, (laughs) but just in top five, I think he ranges more in the four to five range after last season than like the uncontested number one that I would have had him at before he got paid. All right, all right, all right, all right. I see. And then we'll move on a little bit because we did that. Uh, 
I answered a poll or something like that of one thing you could change uh, any sports moment. I said Andrew Luck retiring because I think we would have possibly been Super Bowl bound this year if yeah. we had luck. Um, so that was mine. Uh, a lot of people put Derrick Rose injury. Um, That's also a big moment. We ran a poll, which I don't know where my answer where the answer is. It might still be running, honestly. Um, we're possibly running a poll. Uh, who is better, uh, Matthew Stafford or Kirk Cousins? I think I voted for Stafford. All right. I did not vote. So if that's still out there, go vote, go vote. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, we had someone come on it, comment on it. Uh, they've come to realize that Matt ceiling is phenomenal. I don't know necessarily about that because I feel like Matt Stafford's been in the league for a long time, so his ceiling is not super high. Hold, hold on, like, Matt like, Stafford has been in this. Matt Stafford has been in the league a long time on the Detroit Lions. That is true. <laughs> I think the ceiling for Matt Stafford is much higher than the Detroit Lions can provide. Mm, all right, I like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 I can think Nick Foster will back me up on that. I think he will too. Uh, we ran another poll. Um, I forget what the answers. Uh, Amari Cooper and Mike Evans. Well, this that I, that poll ended as well, but another poll ended. Um, Holy cow! How many are we running? <laughs> couple. Um, <laughs> They have decided as to whose fantasy team's better. Oh, uh, it is a solid split down the middle. Are you kidding me? It's because you misspelled Troy. <laughs> sure, you um, threw him off. Then I we sent a tweet at our boy Mike of NASCAR because that was a Sunday, and I happened to watch the entire race. First time oh, ever. Oh, you poor, poor soul. I played a lot of card <laughs> games, a lot of Euchre during it. Um, very NASCAR. Very NASCAR-esque. Um, so, yeah. Tweeted him that. Mike tweeted back at us. Uh, hey, yo. My guy, Alex Bowman, looking pretty good today. Hoping for a win. Alex Bowman did not get to win, just so you know. Um, I don't know who did, actually. I just know it wasn't him. Um. We're hosting a poll that has ran out, um, and the question was Amari Cooper or Mike Evans. Who's the better overall wide receiver? Are you going to say what the poll said? The poll said Mike Evans. How many votes? Just two votes, because apparently I didn't run this for a whole week. I was one of those votes. I wondered if there was any more that I didn't receive. <laughs> I voted for Mike Evans. Yeah, I think, it is, when I, think it, I messed up when trying to – post that when i post Dang it, it a couple, couple days i can repost the time <laughs> i mean we could run it again and we probably will just to see because i am truly curious about this because we people dog on amari cooper all the time but i mean mike evans does the same thing what do you mean i mean he kind of comes in and out of the game as well i mean he disappears at times not oh, as often nowhere near as often it, the thing about Mike Evans that's extremely interesting is how some – and I don't know if this was a Jameis thing or what, or a coaching scheme. It was the weirdest thing because he would have 
three targets with one catch and then no targets and then 12 targets with nine catches for 180 yards and three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I know this because he was on my fantasy team. And then the next week he, and so then you go, okay, he's back. And then the next week he would have two targets and no catches. And then the next week he would have seven targets for six catches for 110 yards and a touchdown. And then the next week he would have zero targets. And then the next week he would have zero targets and then you'd trade him. And then the next week he would have 12 targets for 11 catches for 300 yards and four touchdowns. It's the weirdest thing that I can figure out with Mike Evans. However, and this is also a part of the Jameis factor. He never disappeared in a big game. All right. Granted, All right. Never been a big game for him to disappear in down in Tampa Bay. That might change this season it with could. Tom Brady with the sorry, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. But the um I think I put Mike Evans as better because Amari Cooper is I don't know this might just be personal preference because Amari Cooper is very much, I find, to be a route-running threat. And, I mean, all receivers run routes. But Mike Evans has the physical. He's 6'4", 200-some pounds. Like, he has the physical ability. I think, you know, similar – not – you can't put anybody with the same class. But I'm drawn to the guys like A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson – Mike Evans, the guys who are big and just can are freak athletes and can just take advantage of defenses with their athletic ability, as opposed to like the smaller speed guys who are really good at route running. Like I love T.Y. Hilton, but I've wanted a six four guy for years, and we finally <laughs> got one in the draft this year. Um, I just like having freak athletes who have that just kind of genetic uh, advantage. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, I'm a big Mike Evans fan. Um, uh, only I've, I've, I've just always been Mike Gerald because yeah. he's the best. <laughs> that man has hands. Oh, <laughs> I wish I, yeah, Larry's great. <laughs> uh, but I am a big Mike Evans fan. I have been since he came to the league. Um, he's the reason Johnny Manziel is Johnny football. Um, go look at the tape. Uh, Manziel just throws it up, and Evans jumps up and gets it because uh, he's that big. And I got that. some guys like that on my Madden team, and I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, Mike said he's gonna he hold, he was holding off on this voting because he didn't know nothing about this and didn't know who it is. And fun fact, as of about like ten seconds ago, uh, our another poll ran out, oh. and so it timed out. So that was the. Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins. Uh, the winning uh, quarterback is Matthew Stafford at 69.2%. Hey. We, had, we had 13 votes. Nice. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see who all voted, but I can't. Well, we can't. So I can't. But, yeah, there's that. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to post some more polls because, you know, it's fun to post polls. Yeah, yeah, y'all got nothing else to do. You, sit, you you're in quarantine. What, um, what's your What's your list of the top 
Oh, here's something we didn't talk about. ESPN came out with the top 74 basketball players of all time list. Mm, we may have to have another episode about this one. Yeah, that'll be on the next one. I got I thoughts. Maybe on the last dance one. Yeah, maybe. I'll, we'll try to keep the last dance I think, to a normal period. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, the last dance might be a long episode. But, the, yeah. I mean, there it's 10 hours of content, people. But the poll itself, I think, piggybacked off of the last dance because ESPN did it mm-hmm, like, in probably. the last week of the last dance. So, right, we'll bring that up eventually. But we are, I think, done for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I, I mean, I was going to ask you who your dark horse for Trevor Lawrence is because I told you mine was the Denver Broncos. And I think you're wrong. Um, Just, I want a dark horse. Hit me with the dark horses before we let our people go to their lovely lives of maybe work, maybe just going about cleaning the house or, you know, just sitting outside. Let me think. Um, Dark horse for Trevor Lawrence. I think one team, I, again, this is all off the top of my head. Um, no time to analyze. One team that might be interesting to watch. I don't know if this is so much of a dark horse, but I've got a couple teams that came to mind. One team is the Washington Redskins. Because I think if Haskins doesn't go there, first of all, the Redskins inevitably will have a top five pick. They have one every year. The um, True. If Haskins doesn't pop, they don't have another option there. Um, yep. And I think they would be heavy. I think Oakland – Potential. Mm. Or, uh, sorry, Las Vegas might. Uh, potential. All right, all right. Um, depending on how I, I know, last year they kind of overperformed. Um, I don't know. It depends how they fall this year. Um, but it's a solid uh, pick. I know. You know, there's been talk ever since Gruden got there of not having Derek Carr there. Um. The Jacksonville Jaguars, depending on what Minshew does this year. It's um, true. Big the, Minshew Mania fan. Let's see. In the EAFC East, I mean, the Patriots, I don't think, are a dark horse because that's kind of like – We're all kind of talking about them. That's what people are talking about. But if I had to pick another team – I think – I don't know if any of those teams would. I could see those teams – I could see, like, the Jets having a bad record, but I think they would fire the coach before they fired Darnold. Yes, I believe that and, too. And the Bills, I think, are too good, but they could t- – if they took a step back, they might reevaluate Josh Allen. Um, the, yeah. I mean, the they Lions. drafted – they did draft a quarterback this year as well, so. Yeah. The Lions Ooh. Uh, Ooh. will inevitably have a bad record um, and a high pick. That is a 
That's a possibility. We will have to talk to Fick Noster about that one. The Bears might – I think the defense might be too good to get a high pick. Mm -hmm. But they certainly don't have anything at quarterback right now. Um, Let's see. West is all taken care of. South. I mean, <laughs> a team that has underperformed consistently has been the Atlanta Falcons. And they might decide. I mean, first of all, if they don't decide after the, if they have a bad year this year and they still have that stupid coach, they deserve whatever happens to them. But uh, they might, if they have another bad year, they might just blow it all up. Coach is gone. Matty Ice is gone. Bring in Trevor Lawrence and hook him up with Julio. Um, let's see. And then I think that about. I really about, is it. Well, the maybe the Steelers. If Steelers if, defense is way too good. I I I mean, yeah, but if Ben gets hurt again and they're playing with Rudolph and Duck Hodges, that might be enough to get them down close enough to where they could make a move. Um mm-hmm. and then the Cleveland Browns, if Baker doesn't pop, I think they move on from him. That's fair. You know what we didn't talk about, speaking of the Browns? What? The rumor that came out that apparently the Seahawks were going to trade Russell Wilson for the first round We pick. did not talk about this. And the number one pick that ended up being Baker Mayfield. A rumor came out this week that the Seahawks had offered – I don't know if the Browns had offered or the Seahawks had offered. I thought it was I think the, the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks – the rumor was that the Seahawks had offered Russell Wilson for the number one overall pick that ended up being Baker Mayfield. Now, I will say I listened today. Pat McAfee's show had Hugh Jackson on – and Hugh Jackson was the head coach at the time in Cleveland. And Pat McAfee asked him, said, hey, about this rumor, wouldn't that be something – like, is that true? Because right now Hugh Jackson doesn't really have any, you know, reason to not tell anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, is that true? I feel like that would be something that if it was presented would be discussed with the head coach. And he said that that was not ever discussed with him, but that would for sure be something that would be discussed with a head coach, especially a quarterback, offensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and while GMs and coaches might not get along, uh, he did say that there was less conflict than was reported between him and Dorsey, and that that would definitely be something that would be discussed uh, between the head coach and the GM, no matter what. Uh, the only explanation I can get other than that is if Dorsey was not telling him and not doing his job. But yeah. uh, <laughs> If it was yeah. offered, if the it Browns was are offered, dumb. If it was offered, the Browns are stupid. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the conversation. We'll and, just finish with that. And hold on. Just to clarify, the Browns are stupid. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you if you take Baker Mayfield over Russell Wilson, 
you deserve to that that might be why they have stunk so bad is because they deserve it. But no, Cleveland, if Baker doesn't pop and they, you know, I don't think they'll be bad enough, but if Baker doesn't pop, they'll be looking for a new one. They got a whole new regime in there that no loyalty to Baker. And if you look at that offense, that offense, if that offense is the reason they're losing games, they're not pointing at anyone else on that offense. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> so that'll handle it for today. Facebook is at Sports Shenanigans HM. Twitter is at Sports Shenanigans. Uh, email us at hmsshenanigans at gmail.com. I tell you what, the emails are just overwhelming, people. Um, <laughs> so follow the polls. Uh, we will be out with a last dance episode soon and get you caught up on everything. And we'll see you when we see you. The Browns are stupid. Yep. It stops are fast.